Grace be unto you in peace, peace from God our Father, and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God upon which I want to share the good news of salvation is taken from the book of Acts, chapter 24. I would encourage you to read that chapter at home in its entirety, because today I'm going to focus in on just a few of those verses. Dear friends in Christ, this Sunday was to be Confirmation Sunday here at St. Paul for our 8th graders, but because of the Safer at Home mandate still in effect, we have to postpone it. But ironically, the Word of God before us this morning almost sounds like a confirmation service. There was a large crowd of people listening to questions and answers from the Word of God. And there was also a confession of faith. But it wasn't a confirmation service. The Apostle Paul was beginning his trials for his life. But Paul was not afraid. He had hope for something far better than earthly freedom or even earthly life. You see, the Apostle Paul had hope in the resurrection of the dead. So in other words, Paul knew and believed that whenever or wherever he died, he was going to be raised from the dead. This is the hope of the resurrection that we celebrate because of Easter. Now today, as we hear God's word, we are reminded that by faith in Jesus, we too share in that hope of the resurrection. And what we want to highlight this morning is this, that this hope of the resurrection was created in our hearts by the word. This hope of the resurrection has changed us just like it changed Paul. And this hope of the resurrection is what comforts us in our loss as well. As part of his defense against the false accusations of the Pharisees, Paul began his defense before the governor Felix with these words. I worship the God of our fathers as a follower of the way, which they call a sect. I believe everything that agrees with the law that is written in the prophets. And I have the same hope in God as these men, that there will be a resurrection. Now, the reason Paul believed in the resurrection is because God created that hope in his heart through the power of the Holy Scriptures. And when you take a look at the Bible from beginning to end, it consistently proclaims that good news. Think of the Old Testament believer Job. As he stared death in the face, he beautifully confessed, I know that my Redeemer lives and that he was going to stand upon the earth on the last day, and with his own eyes and his own body, Job would see the Lord. We think of how often the Holy Spirit used King David to write down prophecies about the resurrection. Perhaps the most familiar one had to do with Jesus' resurrection. David wrote these words, Therefore my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices, because you will not abandon me to the grave. It's in his resurrection that we have hope of our own. And Jesus promised us that when he said, whoever lives and believes in me will never die. That's why we also believe in the hope of the resurrection of the body, because God created that hope in us through the power of his holy word. And this hope is what assures us that we don't worship a dead man, but a living Savior. This hope is the hope that assures us that we don't have to be afraid of God's just anger over our sin because Jesus paid for that sin and he proved that his father accepted that payment by his resurrection. 
And this hope assures us that when we die, we will not go to hell, but we will go to heaven. This is the hope that God created to you and me through the power of his word. But this hope of the resurrection that we share with the Apostle Paul is a hope that changed us just like it changed the Apostle Paul. What was happening at Paul's trial was short of a miracle. Well, in many ways it was a miracle. And it was really ironic. Because you see, at one time, Paul did not have this hope of the resurrection. You see, at one time, Paul was a strict Pharisee who believed that he could earn his way to eternal life by keeping the Old Testament ceremonial laws. And Paul hated Christ at one time. And to tried to destroy the message of Christ and the hope of the resurrection in Christ. And so he had the authority because of his position that wherever and whenever he could, he arrested, imprisoned, and yes, helped put to death those who believed in Jesus. But something changed Paul. On the road to Damascus, the Lord Jesus appeared to him, confronted him with his sin, called him to faith, and changed him from one who was trying to destroy the message of Christ to one who now shared the message of Christ throughout the world. What was it that changed Paul? It was the good news that in Christ he not only had forgiveness of sins, but in Christ he shared the hope of the resurrection of the dead. And it's that hope of the resurrection that has also had a change in our life too when you stop and think about that. What is it that makes us people who love God and who want to serve him? We at one time were his enemies. What is it that, that makes us want to love others even as Christ has loved us, even those who hate us? What is it that makes us willing to forgive, yes, even our enemies who sin against us? And what is it that has changed us from sinners who are headed toward hell, which we deserve, to saints and believers in Christ headed for heaven, which we don't deserve. It's the hope of the resurrection to eternal life through faith in Christ. And through that promise of the resurrection, one day Christ is going to bring the biggest change into our lives when he changes our resting place in the dust of the grave to a resting place in eternal rest in heaven above. And this hope of the resurrection that we share with Paul is also something that comforts us in all of our losses. When you take a look at Paul's life in the scriptures, he enjoyed many blessings as a believing child of God. But when you follow the cross of Christ, you carry crosses for him too. And Paul suffered many things because of his faith in Jesus and because he lived in a world fallen under the curse of sin. So Paul, when he was brought to faith, lost his position of power and prestige among the religious leaders at that time. He suffered the loss of health. He suffered the loss of his freedom as he was in prison. And yes, in the end, he even suffered the loss of his life for the sake of Christ. But through it all, Paul had comfort and Paul had hope. And what was it? It was the hope of the resurrection to life eternal. In fact, in his final days, he wrote these precious words to his co-worker Timothy. 
For to me to live is Christ, but to die is gain. And it's this hope of the resurrection that can comfort us in our losses too. Now certainly we could talk about a lot of things that we suffer in this life as we follow Christ or as we live in this world fallen under the curse of sin. But let's focus on some of the things that we are suffering because of this war against the coronavirus. When we stop and think about it, in many ways, we have all suffered the freedom to travel and go where we want to at this time. I know that some people have or will lose their jobs. That's what they're predicting. Some even their businesses. And when you think about the, the graduates from high school and college, all the things they're going to lose out on in their last semester of their educational career, sports programs, maybe a prom, graduation ceremony with family and friends, graduation parties and gatherings. I'm afraid of what others might suffer in the coming months, those who have planned weddings, family gatherings, anniversaries, family vacations. And we also know that thousands of people have suffered the loss of their health, and many of them have suffered the loss of their life, either because of or with this coronavirus. And tragically, we hear stories about how loved ones suffered the opportunity to be with their loved one who died in the hospital. Now, in the bigger picture of things, we are all willing to suffer such losses for the common good. And no, I am not promoting socialism. But those losses that we suffer even at a time like this can hurt us. But they're a good reminder that in the end, on the day and in the hour when the Lord chooses, we will close our eyes in death and we will suffer the loss of all that we have in this world. But that's okay, because with Paul we can say, for to live is Christ, but to die is gain. And for us Christians, we never really lose in life or in death, because whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. And the reason for that is because we have the hope of the resurrection to eternal life. And it is that hope and that hope alone that assures us that in Christ, in life and death, we never lose but we always gain. And what is it that we gain? Well, ultimately, it's the gain of eternal life in heaven. That's a hope that we share while we live. That's a hope that becomes a reality when we die. Amen. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding shall keep our hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen.